0: a copyrighted program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. This is the police station. The police radio prices the warning to all cars. We we'll one on Avenue. Here's where seconds count. This is the real reason why Rio Grande Crafts Japanese powers more police and emergency cars than any other brand. Every very sold. Every second is precious in answering emergency calls, and the leading cities and counties of the West have satisfied themselves by practical tests that the fastest, most powerful gasoline they can buy is Rio Grande de Crack. The purpose of tonight's program is not only to entertain you, but also to induce you to use the same gasoline that is specified for the fastest, most powerful cars on the highway. If Rio Grande de Crack gives better performance in these cars, obviously it will improve the performance of your car. You travel the same highways. You, too, need emergency performance from your gasoline many times every day. We not only promise you greater speed and power with Rio Grande to gasoline, but that this gasoline will carry you more miles for less money. Official city records prove this to be true. And if you will drive into your nearest Rio Grande station, we'll prove to you that it costs no more to enjoy police car performance. Police Department. Good evening, friends. One purpose of this series of broadcasts is to familiarize the public with the operation of their police department and to enlist their cooperation. You private citizens can be of great help to your police officers. Tonight's case gives a typical example. When you see suspicious characters or suspicious actions Please make mental note, so that in case a crime is committed, you can give the police some practical help. Because an alert young man memorized the license number of a suspicious-looking automobile, the case you are about to hear was broken in a hurry. Eventually, our detectives would have caught up with the criminals, or the lawbreakers who get away with it are very rare indeed. But you people who are at the scene of the crime, and save a lot of time and a lot of the taxpayers' money if you will keep your eyes and ears open. Memorize the faces of suspected criminals. Remember scraps of conversation. Make notes of automobile license numbers. If you are held up, remember that you will soon be talking to the police, who will ask you for detailed descriptions of the robbers. The more information you can give us, the quicker we can recover the stolen property. We of the police department welcome your help and thank you for your suggestions. You will now hear how an alert amateur detective helped us solve a famous diamond robbery. go back for the beginning of tonight's story to the Christmas shopping rush of several years ago. Mr. and Mrs. Abraham Zeminski are paying one of their many visits to a little radio shop near their home on 29th Street.
1: Papa,
0: I think this would make us an elegant piece of furniture. Well, I'm telling you, it's too good. Of course, too much. I'll tell you what I'll do. Uh, I'll buy you this one. A little smaller, but you can play it louder. No, no, Papa.
1: This huge one would be lovely by the green touch-over stuff. Well, you grace me, York? I, I tell you it's few months.
0: Gee, pipe the rocks on the game.
1: You think the morning of your business for your customers?
0: Yeah, but I'm blinded by the ice. And pipe the headlight on the old man's finger. Boy, it's worth a fortune.
1: All right, but you're selling red
0: Yeah. Uh, I think madam will find the Empire Control model here will fit in most agreeably with her other furnishings.
1: Papa, doesn't hear what he's calling me?
0: Madame? Yeah, he's paying you compliments compliment, and it's costing me money. Hello, Mrs.
1: Minsky, how are you? Hello, Mrs. Monsiewicz. How are you? What a beautiful free coat. Is a Monsiewicz, you have been spending on your Rebecca once more, no?
0: Mm, Mrs. Monsiewicz, so oh, this is costing me money.
1: Oh, Mrs. Monsiewicz. Let me tell you, Papa put out $1,500 for this field skin coat. $1,500? No. Is it possible?
0: You are a good husband, Mrs. and i I'll tell you what I do, Mama. I make your proposition. You go home now and you buy the radio maybe sometime again later. Uh, perhaps, Madam, would like to hear the tone of the instrument.
1: No. No, I know it must be very classy. You know, you know, Mr. Hoppy is so good to me. He buys me everything I want. You're fortunate, Rebecca. My man is not so. He's a loser. Fourteen years he has had his meat market. And what has he got for me? Nothing but seven kids and a market. <laughs> I should better be married to your husband. Mm. No, Mrs. Monservis. So that you cannot do. Hoppy is nine. Hoppy is so good to me. You, mean? We can lock up the road here and send it up to our house. You have the address. Yes, ma'am. Did you just get moving the
0: On the next day, Roy DeVogue, the clerk in the radio store, installs the new radio for Mr. and Mrs. The Minster. Uh, just one more wire to fasten, and you'll be all set, madam.
1: How nice. Yeah,
0: it don't look nice to me. Papa, how you
1: talk. You don't appreciate artistic dreams. Too long you dress without getting culture. Now we can enjoy things.
0: There you are, madam. The tubes are warming up now. Oh, Papa, listen, music. I hear
1: it. Oh, in Poland it was not so.
0: When you need no, but you could hear there that the governors play for nothing. There you are, madam. This dial on the right controls the volume. What's that? It make it louder or softer. And this dial here brings in your station. If it gives any trouble, let me know. Don't worry, we will. Uh, nice place you got here, madam. Very tastefully furnished. Do you think so? Maybe
1: you'd like to look around.
0: I just ate some cookies. Would you like some in a block of wine, maybe? Uh, sure, I don't mind if I do. Walter, you never thought such a rock in your life. Biggest spotlight. Yeah? Yeah, on the level. Must be ten grand in ice in the place. Talks to knock over? Ah, it's a pipe. I've been back there four times to service the radio. I dreamed it when I put it in so it wouldn't work any too hot. I got the whole layout. Okay. As an old con yourself, you ought to know a good thing when you see it. But this ain't my record. Yeah, I know. It's different from face-cracking. It's a crying scene to overlook an easy knockover like this. Yeah, you're right. Well, when do you want to go? Anytime you say. Well, there's no time like now. Okay, pal. Uh Uh Early in the evening of January 23rd, 1929, a Chevrolet Coupe cruises back and forth on West 29th Street. Finally, it comes to a stop, and the driver quickly turns off the light. It's dark enough now. Let's get going. Okay, just a minute. What's the delay? Oh, got to get a shot. Hey, what's the big idea? No. while I cut off the screen. Okay. There we are. Oh! Hey, what's the matter? Oh, I cut myself on the screen. Well, I got it unlocked. Tied down. Here comes the old guy. Good evening. What can I do for you? Well, I'm not keep up and shut your eyes. What is this, a practical joke? No, it ain't no joke. Now get inside. Easy, Papa. Don't stand there in the draft the me. They're already coming in, Mama. Shut that door, Gabe.
1: <gasps>
0: Quiet, you. Put your hands, too. Oh, don't frighten her, please. Put the guns down. You won't try to run away. Shut up, you. There, put your hands up. What do you want of us? We came for diamonds. diamond. Hand them over and be quick about it. What diamonds? We have nothing you would want. Is that so? Supposing you let us be the judge of that. Where are they? I tell you. Shut is... up! We'll find them ourselves. Face the wall, you two. You can cover, Gabe. While I fix the joint. Okay. Uh, nothing here. Please,
1: Mister, that's my wedding limit, and Don't sorry.
0: Oh, shut up! How are you doing, John? Uh, I guess we'll have to torture it out of them. We can't stay here all night. Wait a minute. Here's a jewel box. Ah, um, nothing. Nothing but a piece of string of pearls. Are these, are these
1: real? They are.
0: Okay. Well, let's see what's in here. Ah. So this is the $1,500-few skin coat. Why? How did you much it to cost? I mean, you'd be surprised, lady. But don't worry. You can keep it. We ain't got no use for it. Thank you. Now, won't you take the string of pearls and gold? Sure. As soon as you tell us where the diamonds are. Oh, but I
1: can you. We haven't any diamonds. There must be some mistake.
0: Oh, come on and quit wasting our time. We didn't do any guessing when we muscled in here. We know exactly what you got. We come to get it all. But I told you that. Where's letter. that big rock you usually flash? I don't know what you're talking about. You don't, eh? Well, you soon find out. Gabe, take a seat off that bed in there and tear it up. We'll see how a little torture works. Now, you two, move back into the bedroom. Come on, get going. Now, sit down on the bed. Come on. You don't want your head blown off, do you? Hey, you. Ah, come on, sit up. What's the matter with you? Uh, I have a thing. Well, don't throw any shit. You ain't been hurt yet. Have the hands behind them, Gabe. boy. Now, hobble their feet. Stop!
1: Stop! I tell you where the diamonds are. Now well,
0: you're talking sense, lady. Oh,
1: they're not in here. Untie me, and I'll show you where they are. They're in the front room.
0: Carry her in there, Gabe. You don't wear much. Okay, come on, lady.
1: Here, They're in the buffet, I'll get them. But here, I'll keep them in my purse. Listen them in there, please, please, Please leave us in peace.
0: Hmm, not bad. What would you give for this dinner ring with the three
1: rocks? $2,000. And the mock cost $500. Your first-rate stones, not a flower in them. Now are you satisfied? Not
0: quite. I'll take a look at that purse myself. Uh-huh. I thought so. Holding out on me.
1: Uh, I wanted to keep those things. Those earrings belong to my grandmother's old comfort. Please let me keep them. It's a brace as much
0: as it rings. I suppose this bracelet's an heirloom, too, and this bar pin. But well, I know a dame that'll be tickled pink around. Please. Please don't take them from me. Oh, shut up. Come on. We're going back in the other room now. Not bad, John. Pretty fair haul. I'll just step into the kitchen and make sure she didn't overlook nothing. Well, I'll make it snappy, I'm going to give this bird just two minutes to tell me where that big rock of his is. And if he doesn't come through, I'm going to cut it out of him.
1: Why don't you see my husband here? He a little Well,
0: if it does, it's his own fault. I came after that ring, and I'm going to get it. What are you going to do with that ring? Now, uh, just you wait and see. Now, my friend, where's that ring? I haven't any ring. Oh, I know better. I'm telling you the truth. See this knife? Give me your feet. Come on, don't pull away, or I'll pull out your one. Now I'm going to cut a chunk at a time out of your feet until you get ready to talk. How's that strike you? Please, Mister, please
1: don't, don't, oh. Papa, please, Papa, tell them where. Ah, oh, that
0: was just a scratch. Now here's the second cup Stop. Stop! Stop! I'll tell you. I thought so. All right then. Where is it? Under, under the bed. I threw it under there when I sat down thought you were speaking when you said you were sick. Well, we'll find out whether you're telling the truth soon enough. <laughs> yeah, here it is, Gabe. Yeah? I got the big rock, all right. If it's worth three grand if it's worth a penny. You find anything else? No. Well, how about it, folks? Got anything else? Thugs? Sick things, Anything? No.
1: Honest, you've got it all. He did have the diamond stick pin, but somebody stole it from him on your Jefferson Avenue streetcar.
0: car. Okay. We got enough now. We'll leave you people tied up. We'll phone the cops after we've left. And tell them you, you've been set up. Then they'll come and entire you. So long. <laughs> Laminsky doesn't wait for the robber's magnanimous offer to call the police, but as soon as the criminals leave, he unlooses the bonds of herself and her husband and telephones the police department. GPL, the police radio station broadcasts the call to the car in the neighborhood of 29th Street, and two minutes later, officers Bert and Aspie, University Division, arrives at the Minsky home. The frightened couple tell their story to the police. And these now one of the
1: men were me, talking, Papa. The other went into the kitchen.
0: What for?
1: I don't know. You better
0: take a look out there, Bert. Okay. Now, would you recognize this man as your son again?
1: Uh, I wouldn't know them to see them. She saw that they
0: had bandanas on their
1: faces. But I... But I... Oh, i know them if I'd hear their voices. One of them sounded familiar. Didn't you think so, Papa? I
0: couldn't tell. I was too scared. Hey, here's something. And what's that? Well, here's two rings.
1: I found in the kitchen with, uh, of paper over them. Oh, yeah, my dinner room. Oh, my lovely dinner ring.
0: If the guy was in such a hurry looking the stones over, he forgot these.
1: Yes, Papa. I got my dinner ring back. It's said like, oh, Papa, uh, aren't you glad. Oh,
0: Mama. But what about my big solitaire? We'll never see that again. Well, we'll do our best to recover it, Mrs. Aminsky. But you can see we haven't got much to go on in the way of identification.
1: Oh, Papa. Again, after the I'll answer. Get the gun out, Right. What do
0: you want? Is this the Zeminski home? Oh, hello, Pat. What is it? Oh, did you get held up or something? Yes, Pat, but I'll tell you about it some other time. Though I'm busy now with these offices. I'll tell you about it tomorrow. Well, all right, only. I wanted to tell you I happened to see a couple of fellas driving up and down the block about a half an hour ago. Now, what kind of a car? Um, Chevrolet, I think. A coupe. How come you paid me attention to it? Well, they drove by a couple of times, and they sort of looked suspicious, so I thought I'd keep my eye on them. You know, I'm taking a correspondence school course on how to be a detective. You are, eh? Well, maybe you can help us with that. Go on. Well... Well, I went home for supper, I, I kept thinking about that car, and it, it sort of worried me, so I went out again, and sure enough that car was parked a little ways down the street from Mr. Zeminsky's house. Yeah? So what did you do? Well, I, I stood behind a tree across the street from the house, and, and I saw the two men get out of the car and walk up on Mr. Ziminski's porch. And so before I went back home to finish supper, I sneaked up behind the car, and I took the license number. What? You got the license number of the car? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you've got to do things like that now. detective lessons, get information and so on, you know, without being. Told. Yeah, yeah, I know, but what's the license number? Oh, uh, hang on. Here it is. I've got it written down here. It's uh, a 1929 license, 7G6783. 7 George6783. Get on the phone, Bert, and give the captain that number. He'll place it in a jiffy. Okay. And kids, you got the Megans of a copper. That's mighty fine police work, getting that number. The Department of Motor Vehicles reports that License 7G6783 is registered to one Walter Bailey, who lives at the Renard Hotel, San Francisco. Captain Cahill of Robert robbery of Central Headquarters requests to the Chief of Police of San Francisco to investigate this man. The next morning, Captain Cahill receives a reply. Good. Right. Kimberly. Sorry. right? Huh? Yeah. me the office of will you? Right away, Bill. Well... I got a hot tip on that diamond job. Yeah? What is it? It's a wire from San Francisco. Those boys work fast up there. It says, Walter Daly checked out Renard Hotel, January 21st. Gave forwarding address, Delroy Hotel, Los Angeles. Reputation unknown. Yeah, you know the Delroy, Bill. Oh, uh, I can't place it. Sure, it's that dump on the other side of the track. Full of dips and snowbirds. Remember when knocked over Jerry Parker down? There? Oh, yeah. yeah. And we think a lot of other mugs in that joint. Well, let's get going. We'll ease down there and have a talk with this Bailey guy. Leaving Pruitt and various lookouts from the police car, which they have parked half a block away, Cahill and Kimberly enter the hotel. Anything I can do for you, gents? We're looking for Bailey. Is he registered here? I don't know. I'll have the telephone guy. Have we got anybody here by the name of Daley?
1: Yeah, he's in six forty-two. party
0: too. Some men are in the lobby for you, Mr. Daley. Hey, disconnect that thing. You! Yeah, pretty well trained, ain't you? Sipping off a guest. Well, if that's the sort of a joint this is, you're a us up to Daly's room personally, mister. Come on, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you'll find out quick enough. Six-four. What's the big idea all well, this strong us All right. We don't have to draw pictures, we? You're wise to who we are. And if I remember right, I'm wise to who you are. Seems like I've seen you in several show-ups. Oh, yeah? How's about it, Dale? Don't you look familiar? Yeah, he does with that.
2: They are so no. little Now,
0: Where's 642? Right down the hall. Yeah, and the boys are walking out the back way already. Hey, you guys. We're police officers. Cale up and get back in that room. Come on. Make it 30. You, too. Ah, but I'm the manager of this hotel. I you don't got... care who you are. You're going in there with the other two. All right, Kimberly. Stick them down. Yeah. Find anything? No, no, that. Okay. You can put your hands down now. But the first man that makes a move is going to get killed. Now, which one of you is Daly? I'm Daly. All right. That's your suitcase? Yeah. Okay. See what he's got in there, Kimberly. Yeah, nothing like. Few clothes. oh, here's a canvas of Let me see it. Hmm. What have you been doing it? with this Milka Magnesia, Daly? Been having stomach trouble? Well, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a little. I've oh, been bothered some lately. Well, that's fine, Bailey. Thanks for your information. I happen to know that this stuff you admit is your milk of magnesia is morphine. You know how they'll book you for position of narcotics. You for it put it. I don't get tough, Bailey. That won't do any good. You better just take it easy. And tell us, Daly, who is your partner on that last job? What job? The one you pulled last night. We didn't pull any job. We sort of think you did. You see, Billy, you can usually spot us guys who wear badges, but you never can tell when an amateur detective is sticking out on you. St. Hill takes his business to headquarters, leaving steady on stakeout at the hotel. The two men are watched closely on the way to the station to prevent them from throwing away any jewels. For an intensive search of the room had failed to reveal the missing diamonds. They are mugged and fingerprinted, and a comparison of records shows that Bailey, under many aliases, had led a life of crime for 30 years, while Behold, his partner, is on parole from Folsom, where he was sentenced to serve a term for bank robbery. Mr. and Mrs. Aminsky are summoned to central in an effort further to identify the two criminals. If you'll just be seated here, Mrs. Zeminski. Oh, thank you. And you over here, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kimberly, bring in number one. Do you folks recognize this man?
1: Papa, that's the nice young gentleman
0: who called me madam. He went and sold us the radio. No. Yes, I know. I told you you shouldn't have bought that radio, Mama. Say, hey, what's this all about? I never saw these people before in my life.
1: Stop him. That's him. I know him because sure
0: so by his voice. What did you do with my diamonds, you young loafer? Uh, what is it, a frame-up? I don't know nothing about no diamonds. As soon as the Minsky's your daily talk, they recognize him as the other robber. That evening, the questioning of daily begins. Now, listen... Questions. I got a proposition to make to you. Yes. Well, here it is. Behold is a young fellow. He's got a chance. Me, I'm old. I can't do more than one hit anyway. I'll die up there. Now, if you file possession of narcotics on me, and let Behold go back to stir up violation of parole, I'll tell you where the big diamond is. I. I can't get the rest of this stuff back here. We can't make any bargains with you. We want to know what you did with the jewels. Okay, and I won't tell you. Yeah? I think about as much of you, Muggs, as a man in my racket can think of a all. And you've got a fair idea how much that is. Look here. I'm on the junk. I need a shot, and I need it bed. But I won't do anything for nothing. That's okay with us, Daly doesn't make any difference if you sell anything or not. You bought yourself a one-way ticket to Folsom when I found that can of milk of magnesia in your grip. Now, what we want to know is where are the time? Hour after hour, the drilling continues. At midnight, no further progress has been made. What you guys. I've got have a shot in the arm. I'll tell you where it is. Oh, you need a stop. Nothing doing, Bailey. You come clean right now. Okay, okay. I'll tell you. I threw away the small stones on the way to the station. And a big one I gave to a pal of mine to keep for me. And now do I get a shot, you're lying, Daley. That isn't what you did with the stone. Listen, I tell you. I'll brace if you send me up for narcotics. I'll only give the whole violation of parole, he's a good guy. I hate to see him spend his best days up there. Um, listen... I'll tell you if you'll give me a shot. Alex, I'll tell you it's bad. Not a chance. I don't see what you wasting now time for. We know you did the job. You're going to the big house for it. You can't make a deal with us. You can't duck any... You can't get any dope. But you're going to tell us where that big diamond is if we sit here for six months. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you. I guess it won't do any good anyway. Uh, well, well... While I was driving down here to listen to I swallowed the darn thing. Royce the receiving hospital of stomach pump is applied to the recalcitrant daily, and the diamond is finally recovered. The next day, Mr. Zeminsky calls at Captain Cahill's office for his diamond. Will you sent for me, Captain? Uh, yes, Mr. Zeminski. Come in. Thank you. Well, here, sir. Well, here it is. What? My diamond. Oh, Captain Dale, how can I thank you? Oh, my beautiful diamond. Oh, that's all right, Mr. Dementia. It's all in the day's work, you know. Oh, you, know, you couldn't appreciate, Captain, how much this means to me. But this diamond represents my wife, Captain. For years, I saved all the money I could. Even went without food sometimes. Until I could own this stone. Good, uh, Captain. To check it. No, sorry, Mister Zeminski, we were unable to reclaim it. I, know. I can get another second somehow, but never could I get another dime. Happy in the return of his property, Mister Zeminski rewards alert young Pat for his amateur detective work and is delighted to learn that his would-be torturers are made to pay for their crimes. William Daly is given five years to life on two counts of first-degree robbery and one count of first-degree burglary. And Roy DeHogue is sentenced to Folsom for violation of parole, two counts of first-degree robbery, and one count of first-degree burglary, drawing 16 years to life. In behalf of the cast of Calling All Cars... I make a special request of all our listeners tonight. We have put in long hours in the writing and rehearsing of this show. We have no means of knowing whether or not you like these broadcasts unless you respond by calling personally at the Rio Grande Station in your neighborhood. Won't you drop in there tonight or tomorrow? Ask for a copy of the Calling All Cars news. It's free and full of interesting information about these broadcasts. Take the boys and girls of your family into the Rio Grande station with you so they can talk with the Rio Grande dealer and learn how easily they can get a complete junior detective outfit free. Of course, we hope you will try some Rio Grande Cracked gasoline, the same gasoline that is used by many police departments featured on these broadcasts. We are all convinced that there is no finer gasoline made. And so many of the West's largest cities and counties specify Rio Grande Cracked that there must be a real reason for the popularity of this gasoline. You'll discover the reason when you try a tank forward. And we also ask you to let the real grand dealer drain your crankcase next time and refill it with Sinclair motor oil. We feel that Sinclair motor oil gives you greater value, and we'd like a chance to prove it. Thank you. This is Frederick Lindsay bidding you good night for the Rio Grande Oil Company.